Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Monday. It's time for Tiger Talk here along the Tiger Sports Network. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. We'll be here until 1 o'clock talking Fort Hayes State basketball. Women's coach Tony Hobson joining us here in just a few. Men's coach Mark Johnson, the last half hour of the program. Again, live at Big Smoke Barbecue, where you can get the best barbecue around. Open Monday through Saturdays, 11 to 8. Stop on by. You can always get it to go. BigSmokeHaze.com, the home of Tiger Talk. Four-day state men and women. Little break for Thanksgiving, a quick one, and then uh, turned right back around. Played on Saturday, fi- first double header of the year, first of many in a row now as they begin conference play on Thursday. Hard to believe, but the Tiger women beat Tabor. The men got a victory over Manhattan Christian. We'll we'll recap those games. Look ahead to MIAA play the grind of 22 conference games starting at home for the Tigers on Thursday. We'd like to hear from you. You can chime in with a question. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll get the drop down there on the lower right-hand corner. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. And if we use it, you have a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. Actually had a few questions uh, sent in to us over the weekend, and we will get to those with both Coach Hobson and Mark Johnson a little bit later on in the program. And with that, we bring in the head coach of the Fort A. State women, Tony Hobson. They're now 4-3, and three, riding a two-game win streak. Got a victory um, on Saturday, knocking off Tabor College uh, to move to 4-3. and three. Coach, appreciate you joining us today. I guess at times Saturday it felt maybe like you, you had a little break for uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, but it was sluggish at times. But I guess bottom line, your, your team found a way to, to get that victory and now set your sights on conference play. Yeah, it got it got sloppy a couple times. Uh, I thought we had, I thought we had a uh, a couple little stretches where we looked where we looked good, and then uh, we had a kind of had a hard time maintaining that through the through the forty minute period. But uh, I think we got accomplished what we needed to for that game, and uh, got got everybody extended playing time, and um, just get the. You know, just get the rust off of of taking a few days off and get ready for conference play. And uh, Tabor's always a good uh, a good NAI team, and they they will execute well, and they make you make you guard them. You know, they they run good pick and rolls, and they're always uh, very efficient that way. So it was uh, it was good for us. We needed something uh, other than against each other, and. Uh, I think it was mission accomplished. Well, a lot of times you may be able to play on that Tuesday and then come back on Saturday. So a little bit different. They're able to uh, get away after the the win the week before against Colorado Mesa, get a few extra days break for Thanksgiving. And, and we talked about it before the game uh, on Saturday, the schedule you've played and, and uh, the, the quality of opponents and, and all of them on the road, except the first two weekends on the road in South Dakota, great competition in Kansas City. Maybe it was a good thing to, to, to step away a little bit and, and 
can kind of recharge before the grind of conference play begins. Yeah, well, I, th- <clears throat> I think coming out this week in the top 25, I think the three teams that, that beat us will all be in the top 10. I know two of them will be in the top. Uh, Texas will be one or two. Mankato will be in the top five. Uh, Augustana will be in there somewhere. So uh, we have played a tough schedule. And, uh, you know, we would we would generally play on Tuesday, but we can't get any uh, KCAC plays. They open up conference usually on that Tuesday. And, frankly, there's, there's some NAI schools out there we could play on Tuesday, but I don't want to play them. I, I, I want to play, you know, ones that are – uh, some some good programs like Sterling, like Tabor, like Bethany, you know, that are always up at the top, uh, and they're they're tied up on Tuesday. So we can we've moved it to kind of the Monday before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, and tried to get a, a game in there uh, for our for our other NEI game, and it, it worked fine until we uh, now we have uh, all of a sudden have winter graduation. So now we play back to back. So we might have to uh, because we have to reschedule conference games because of that. So. So anyway, it uh, it's been working out good, but it's it's always a good little, uh, you, you know, you have three days off and then you practice for a few days, and um, I don't know if you'd want to come back and play, you know, a top a top team or in our even conference play. It was a good way to get back into the into the saddle. Well, you know, and you look at that game, you see it so many times. You got out to that thirteen nothing lead. It was nineteen to two, and and boy, some and it felt like you missed some shots. It could have been even worse because you had a lot in near the rim. But boy, you see it so many times. You race out to a big early lead. It's just hard to maintain that. And against a quality opponent, as as Tabor is, they're going to win a lot of games, and they've got their first two conference wins already. Um, it's just hard to maintain that, and you see a drop sometimes in focus and all of that as, as games goes along, unfortunately more times than not. Well, there's there's just so many things that come into play. Number one, you get out to a big lead, so, so you get uh, a little comfortable. You start taking worse shots. Uh, you quit executing because it came so easy that – you start uh, forcing some things early in the clock, and, and don't you're not patient. Uh, you also sometimes have a change in personnel, and and you might <clears throat> you might sub some people in and have somebody not know who they're guarding, or just a miscommunication. No, no one person's fault usually. It's usually a, a group, and, and you might give up an easy mm-hmm. basket, or um, you might not have somebody getting back on D that's that's supposed to. And so you you have those things. Uh, but but mainly it's just uh, the urgency when you get up 19-2 goes away and that little edge you have defensively and not letting them get easy shots, all of a sudden you're half-step slow getting to them and they hit a couple and, uh, you know, you're late getting there. We are trying to, to switch out hard on some of their screens and we get there late and foul them. And so a lot of things come into play. Uh, I really like the start we got off to, but you're right. I mean, uh, we missed two or three point blank ones that could have easily been uh, 30 to two if if we would have been uh, sharp inside finishing. Well, the Tigers do uh, find a way to uh, to get that victory and and knock off Tabor. And, and we 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 touched on it. It's a unique game. I mean, they had three. Division two transfers, one of them wasn't suiting up for this one, but they're four and they're five, maybe not your typical NAIA four and fives. They, they played in Division two and, and were capable players. It was a little bit more challenge maybe for your bigs in a game like this than you might normally see because of, of who they had. Yeah, no, they were they were really solid on, on the interior. And, and then they have, you know, they have uh, guards that if you if you leave them, mm-hmm. uh, that they will make the shots. And But, but uh what I was disappointed in was on the interior, we were missing so many easy ones. And, you know, while they are contested, there was they were not getting fouled. I mean, uh, they certainly weren't calling them. I mean, we shot one free throw for the game. Uh, and that tells me that we're taking it up really weak inside. We're not taking it up strong enough to draw the foul or to make the shot. And probably that was my uh, the biggest area I thought we could have improved on. Tigers get the win over Tabor College on uh, Saturday by a final of uh, 65 to uh, 51. Got out to the to the big lead and and win their second in a row and hopefully that builds a little bit of momentum. Now first win streak you've had. It's like you've been in those those early season classic. You you lose, come back and win, lose, come back and win. Now you've won you've won two in a row. Hopefully the start of a longer winning streak. 
you might have just changed the definition of a win streak. <laughs> it's technically I mean, a streak. It's a small one. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna count two as a streak, uh, yeah, I want you as my PR guy. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it's nice to to not have to to come off of a a loss to try to prepare for the next mm-hmm. game. I mean, it's it's a different mindset, and and we need to get out of that habit of of not of not buckling down and winning that first one. So. Uh, hopefully this week we'll, we we can change that also and, and keep it going. Um, we just still need to clean some things up and and just improve on what we're trying to do. I don't think we're uh, at a point where we need to change like what we're trying to run or the defense we're playing. I mean, it's not that. We need to do the things that we're doing better and just keep trying to uh, improve on a daily basis. Well, Tigers begin MIAA play Thursday, Northeastern State, then Saturday afternoon, Rogers State. We'll preview those games when we come back. We'll also get to the questions that you emailed us during the week for Coach Hobson. Uh, we are live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes. It's the home of Tiger Talk, BigSmokeHayes.com. Program also brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. More after the break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. There's no shortage of opportunities to spend money over the next two months. So, how about saving a little money for lunch or dinner by stopping at the taco shop? Take advantage of the chili cheese nachos for $5.09. Chicken quesadilla is $4.29, and the taco burger is $2.49. The taco shop, you can stop by in person, call in your order, or order right through their convenient app. Come on down to the taco shop. They throw it away. The pass goes right to the lap of the little saver. Here comes Forday State. Galladay to Wagner. Katie crossover move. Hits the reverse layup. What a drive in a basket by Katie Wagner. Her first of the game. It comes in transition. 7-0. Forday State. A little Euro step and reverse layup. And Katie makes it a 7-0 lead. Yeah, it'll be 13 to nothing, eventually 19 to 2, and the Tigers go on and get that win on Saturday. 16 points for Katie, only three rebounds, kind of a, a rare game. She didn't have a lot of a lot of boards, but 16, and and uh, that, that was a nice drive to the basket, that little Euro step, and, and just, you can just see little subtleties as she's evolved her game, um, adding a little bit maybe better perimeter shooting to, to go along with everything she does so well. It's just been fun to watch her evolve, and you can just see uh, how she's worked in the offseason to, to still improve going into this year. Well, she's, she's probably, you know, the hardest, uh, one of the hardest, if not the hardest worker we have in the offseason as far as trying to, get her game to evolve and add something to it and I think since she's came here uh, her little her little turnaround in the post uh, from the 12 to 15 foot range has has really uh, developed and she really didn't ever shoot that in high school Um, she's just very good at it because she keeps the ball up and uh, does a good job with that it's kind of added a little scoring punch Uh, but just her ball handling and her ability to 
to handle it and take it to the basket. Um, and then she's just relentless on the glass. She just plays with the motor and goes every time. And it is kind of odd to see her only get three rebounds, but, um, you know, that just goes to show there was somebody else uh, pulling him down. And uh, usually whenever there's two people going, Katie comes out of there with it. But, um, yeah, she's just continued to get better. And, and uh, you know, last year she played, she had a great year, but she had about a six or seven game, two or three week period there in early February. It looked like she was tired. So we just, we have to make sure we, um, we don't, you know, just wear her out. And, and one thing we're going to, and you saw it the other night when we were, we, and, and that's another reason why we got off to a big start and then kind of eat because we quit pressing a little bit. And, and, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I, not that we would have just roll, rolled them and ran up the score, but I wanted to, I wanted to work on our press, but I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be the total game, you know? Right. Um, but we took, we took Katie off the ball and put her back around half court in the press and put one of our other guards up front just to try to, um, you know, we don't, we don't want to run a ragged up there on the, on the front of the press when, when we want her to play heavy minutes and we need her in there scoring and rebounding and, uh, not that she won't ever be up there, but we've, we've started to kind of change that just to look for ways to maybe save, save a few steps, uh, during the, during the season. And as you get into, late January, early February, when sometimes you can get uh, you can get a little worn. And I, I'm guessing, boy, every year that, that becomes that, that balancing act. Um, when do you, you know, even trying to sneak a few minutes within a game and you're playing well and, and, and you're riding someone hard because they're yeah. playing well. But, uh, you know, as a coach, I'm sure you got to look at big picture and <laughs> we got 20 plus of these still to go and, yeah. and now have them all worn out early. I'm sure it becomes a balancing act every year. And every player is probably a little bit different as well, which makes it a little more challenging, too. Yeah. It, it, they are. And, and there's really I've never been around a good player that doesn't want to play every play. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, usually, usually when they're, especially they're playing good and the team's kind of rolling. If we're, things are going well, you know, they want to be out there, and uh, you, you just try to have you have to make them understand that, um, you know, we've got a we've got an end game here too, a long game, not just today. Uh, we have to consider a lot of things. We had a few questions that were sent in this week for both Mark Johnson and Tony Hobson. Same questions for both, so you get to uh, get to them first. Um, one of them I thought was interesting. Who are some of the coaches that inspired you when you were younger, maybe a younger coach or a player, and and do you implement some of the things you learned from those guys into uh, your, your coaching style today? Well, you know, this is going to date me a little bit, but you know, back when I was growing up, we didn't ever see, we didn't see coaches on TV. Right. Um, there was no ESPN. Um, yeah, until, two games a week, maybe. Well, I mean, until I was a senior in college, there wasn't ESPN, uh, hardly. So r- really growing up, I didn't have any, no, nobody. Um, what I, what I, uh, took most of my, like, well, I don't know if it's knowledge or whatever it is I have. Um, I just, I just took from, from my high school coach, my junior college coach, and my four-year coach. I basically had three coaches growing up. And I took what I, first of all, what I thought was really effective that we did because they were, they were totally different. Um, and I, I took from each one of them what I, what I liked, uh, what I thought was effective. Um, I, what I hated in practice, we don't do. And... <laughs> Because I, I don't think it, I didn't think it accomplished anything, so I've just kind of uh, evolved that way as far as as uh, my coaching. And then, you know, as as you go through, uh, you know, it's been so long now since I started coaching. I've I've taken some things from, you know, you have to look at. I I have a hard time taking things from some of the men's programs because they do so much. They do things different. Mm-hmm. You know, you just can't do some of the. You know, and I, I found that out early on. It's, Hey, I want to do this because we did this when I played. Well, we couldn't. It's just totally different game. So, you know, I I look. I really, of course, respect what what Gino does and just their ball movement. So, um, I've I've looked at some of their things. I look at uh, uh, the guy at Louisville is I think really innovative and a, a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just lately, you know, you just 
you just kind of pay attention to who who's is successful <laughs> and, and watch them and just say, hey, what are what are they doing here? And maybe maybe try to implement some of those things. Yeah, two pretty good programs to, to try to yeah. emulate and maybe steal a few tricks or a few ideas. When did you know you want to be a coach? Is that something you, you've always had that? It come over time as you you played the game? No, it isn't something I always knew. I didn't even consider it until uh, I actually got my degree and got a job out of college and and didn't like it and I thought you know what is there what is is there anything I know how to do that I won't that I won't just dislike and uh, I grew up on a farm and I you know I didn't think I wanted to just do that my whole life uh, exclusively Um, so it was a couple years out of college when I actually uh, decided to go back and uh, actually had decided to go back and be a, a GA for my for my four-year coach at Hastings College. And then that summer, I was offered the, a JUCO head job uh, just out of the blue about a month before school started. And I ended up taking that, and away you go. That's funny how those things all, oh, it was, all work out. Yeah, funny was a, <laughs> a good way to describe it, yeah. Well, we're glad it worked out because we're certainly uh, glad to have you. Tiger Talk today brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank would like to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We had a couple of more questions. We'll get to those after the break. We'll preview the start of MIAA play, which begins Thursday. The Tigers take on Northeastern State, who actually have a conference game tonight. Some of them getting underway tonight. We'll do that when we return. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes, the home of Tiger Talk, here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Winter is right around the corner. Now is a great time to change your furnace filter. A clogged or dirty air filter restricts air flow, making your furnace work harder and costing you around 10% more to run it. Good filters cost less than $20 and last 60 to 90 days. So change your filter, your furnace, and your wallet will thank you. A money-saving tip from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Santa may wear red, but his favorite color is green. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt is having a Christmas open house at each location. Refreshments will be served. There will be activities for the kids and Christmas specials. Santa and Mrs. Claus will be at each dealership from 3 to 5. Visit btiequip.com to see the open house schedule at each location. BTI John Deere, our family in partnership with your family. Here's Stearns, comes out to take a pass, top of the key, Wagner, 18-footer, it misses, Stearns the offensive rebound, dribbles around, plays it to a cutting, Wagner who hits the layup, beautiful find from Stearns, who got the offensive rebound, Wagner now with a dozen, and the lead to 10, 37-27. Saturday, the Tiger women knocking off Tabor College. They'll get Northeastern State Thursday at 5.30. Conference play begins. Northeastern actually playing tonight. The uh, River Hawks are uh, in action at home against Washburn to begin MIAA play. Gerard Welbrock, head women's coach Tony Hobson. One more question that was sent in. Uh, Gross Memorial Coliseum turning 50. I think it is actually Wednesday is the actual 50th anniversary of the first game played at GMC. Uh, your fondest memory, and there's been some big ones that uh, the Tiger women have been a part of in recent history, but uh, your biggest and fondest memory so far of Gross Memorial Coliseum. Might be hard to narrow down. There's been some well, big games. There's been some, there's been some big ones. I guess the, 
the three times that we've hosted yeah. uh, the region, and, and that's it's so hard to do uh, to get to host. But we've hosted it three times in the last eight years. Nobody else has hosted it more than once, and each each one of those times was special. Uh, uh, everybody enjoys coming in uh, because we we do draw they, and they actually I don't know if this is good or bad but they want to play us because we have a crowd and you know just uh, there's been a couple times where you can feel you can actually feel movement down on the floor from the crowd um, and and when you're watching the replay of the game on on our video it's actually blurred because it, it's moving the press box so not only not only just the building. I mean, a building's a building, but when you fill it up, uh, those would be my best. My best three would be just the three times that we've been in the finals uh, at Gross uh, in the region playoffs. Yep, those are certainly great ones, and hopefully uh, more of those memories to, still to come for Fort Hayes State. Conference play, as we said, gets underway Thursday for the Tigers, Northeastern State, and then Saturday afternoon, Roger State, 22 grain game grind, and it is a grind. We talked about mm-hmm. it after the game Saturday. I mean, there's a different intensity, there's a different feel, doesn't matter who you're playing in the MIAA. It's different, and you've played some really good non-conference teams, number one schedule in the country, but it's different once you get to conference play. Well, it is, and there's just more on the line because uh, you're you're playing for a conference for a conference championship, and you just you just have to try to really bear down on each one of them. I mean, no one of them is probably more important than the other, unless you're trying to knock off the top person, you know. But uh, you just have to you just have to prepare and and take it one at a time, and that's the oldest cliche in the book. And <laughs> but but it's it's literal. It really is. Uh, you just have to do that. You can't. Uh, you, you know, I told the girls Saturday, I said, you just, you know, we, we can't dwell on the past and what has not went right. And we lost a couple tight ones we shouldn't have. We can't, we don't want to live there and we don't want to live, we don't want to live for Saturday. We need to, we need to do Thursday first and then we can, then we can prepare for Saturday. But you just can't get caught up in what's happened in the past or what might happen two weeks down the road or look forward to you know everybody says well what's the big game you look forward to well i look forward to the next one uh, i don't have anything circled january 12th we go to wherever you know it's just you, you just can't afford to do that so uh, you know this is where the rubber kind of hits the road and you gotta you gotta get going and um, I'm, I'm hoping that our kids will, will be ready to go and that we can we can uh, clean a couple things up and just play a little better than we have been. Well, if we've learned anything from years past, it may take all 22 to decide a conference champ, and yeah. it seems like it goes down to the very end. And, boy, you look again. I mean, obviously kind of the usual sp- suspects will be there. There's always a surprise or two, but looks to be another another great race in the MIAA. And, obviously, you're trying to win three in a row, which is pretty hard to do in this conference, but should be a great, great challenge for everybody involved. And whoever wins this MIAA title is going to certainly earn it, it looks like. Yeah. Well, you, you said a mouthful when you said it's the usual suspects. <laughs> You know, we've been one of those usual mm-hmm. suspects. We want to make sure that we're one of them. You know, just we want to be in the mix somewhere. So, so uh, it just seems like over the the past five six years, we've played so many meaningful games in the last couple of weeks of the season. We want to make sure that that this year is no exception. Um, and it, and it starts on Thursday, and we need to uh, we need to get out of the blocks in good shape and and uh, get some momentum going. Well, Northeastern to open it up. They're off to a 3-1 and non-con start. They will be hosting Washburn tonight, so I guess you get a chance to see them in, in conference play here uh, early in the conference slate. But uh, um, obviously a, a program that's trying to, to build. They, they clipped you last year at their place, a, a program that's getting better. You can see it every year, and, and certainly will be a, a challenge. What are, what are the big concerns about the, the Riverhawks for Thursday night? I like how you put that because that's exactly what they did. They <laughs> They clipped us. They they caught us unaware. We weren't ready to play, and they they you know and in this this league, there anybody can get you if you're not ready. Um, I I think that should provide uh, it should be an attention getter for us that that uh, what what they did to us last year when we weren't prepared, you know, and maybe we were a little tired or whatever. But uh, so I I just I just think that uh, one thing they always do is they they run. They they run a kind of an unorthodox offense. They run five out. They run a lot of curls and cuts, and and you just have to really be disciplined on defense. You can't uh, you can't just 
you got to be prepared and your kids have to stay disciplined. You, you know, you have to stay in your area almost and uh, you have to really talk over a lot of screens because they do run around a lot. Uh, they will be smaller, so it's going to be a, a, a harder matchup for our bigs because they, they will step out and 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 they're not they, they don't have that big five man that's going to stay down on the block so that will be a challenge and then just for us we just have to be we just have to be stronger inside and finish finish the shots we're getting we're getting good looks we're getting the ball where we want to go we just need to uh, finish the the task at hand all right that sounds good i won't ask you about roger state since you're focused on thursday and that's the next biggest game I so we won't even worry about roger state till friday didn't know we even played there you go i didn't know who we played i knew we had a game <laughs> there you go tony we appreciate the time have a great week of practice and uh, we're excited for the start of conference play we'll see okay. you thursday at a gross memorial okay thanks George. tony hobson coach of the four-day state women again 5 30 for the ladies that's against northeastern state it's a two o'clock tip on saturday afternoon against roger state tiger talk brought to you in part by adam's Brown going above and beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We'll talk with men's coach Mark Johnson after the break here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. NetWrap. Farmers need it. BTI has it. Save money on every roll of NetWrap from BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Coverage Edge NetWrap is just $349 plus $29 mail-in rebate. Edge-to-edge NetWrap is $376 with $26 mail-in rebate. And check out BTI's no-payment, no-interest options. Some restrictions apply. The NetWrap sale goes through December 31st at BTI John Deere, our family in partnership with your family. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. There's no shortage of opportunities to spend money over the next two months. So, how about saving a little money for lunch or dinner by stopping at the taco shop? Take advantage of the chili cheese nachos for $5.09. Chicken quesadilla is $4.29, and the taco burger is $2.49. The taco shop. You can stop by in person, call in your order, or order right through their convenient app. Come on down to the taco shop. And Aruna tips it out. Janshin gets the rebound. Back to Caleb. Another three. Good! Caleb's hit back-to-back threes. Hanneke has six. 11 to nothing. Ford A State. A 17-0 run to start the game on Saturday. Ford A State knocking off Manhattan Christian College. 95-40 for their fifth straight win. They're 5-1 as they gear up for the start of MIAA play on Thursday. Welcome back to Tiger Talk live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Best barbecue around. Uh, we're at the corner of uh, 8th and Main. Of course, you can uh, uh, stop on by. You can also get it for carryout, bigsmokehays.com to put in your order. And uh, love to see you here. Home of Tiger Talk. They're open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday. Of course, it's the old soda shop building and uh, location. So they've got all the great soda fountain and soda shop treats as well. So uh, you can get that sweet tooth and your barbecue taken care of in one stop here at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Tiger men uh, closing out their non-conference slate on Saturday, and we bring in the head coach of the Tigers, Mark Johnson. Got a got a nice win, and we talked about it after the game. Nice to see the ball go through the basket. You shot.
shot really well from three, 50%, 12 of 24, great overall. And I know um, and you had a size advantage, and it was Manhattan Christian. They're not uh, obviously like the, uh, playing an MIAA team, but it had been a struggle up to this point, so it was still nice to see that ball go through the basket and uh, get some guys, hopefully some confidence going into the MIAA grind. Yeah, you hope so. When we needed something like that. Um, sometimes those games serve their purpose. You know, you may on the outside looking in what's a 30 or whatever, it's 40-something victory, but sometimes some of these guys, especially early in the season, you need a little confidence boost. And, uh, you know, I was good for Caleb. You know, I thought Caleb Caleb got off to a really good start. I don't know if that relaxed everyone else and then started making shots. And, um, you know, Hagen shot her well. Ian hit two threes. And <laughs> it just kind of carried over from, from everybody. I thought we shot the ball well and, and played well. And hopefully we saw some improvement between, uh, you know, the trip down in Oklahoma to now, um, you know, and everybody's feeling better. I feel like we're running a little bit better offense, and, and it was nice to see those guys not only run better offense but get results from that. Sometimes we're, we're you know, even the Metro looks like you watch on film, we're doing a lot better, but we're not finishing plays. So it was nice to get some reinforcement there that they were able to finish plays and the ball went in. Well, you mentioned Caleb, 22 points, four boards, seven assists, and only one turnover. So maybe his best outing of the year. And boy, he just been seemed like short on all of his threes, whether it was pressing or whatever the matter was. But he knocked that first one down. They could see he was looking to shoot, looking to score. And at times this year, you had guys maybe turning down open shots because of the lack of confidence. Yeah, you know, Caleb, um, you know, we've talked to him about he's kind of he's shooting the ball a little bit flatter, and, and that's fine at times when you're fresh. What happens in a game, especially him, mm-hmm. you know, he's got a he plays good defense. He's got to get the get the ball out of a miss, sprint it down the floor to try to score in transition. Then we run so much through him. I mean, uh, luckily he's got a pretty good motor, but obviously your legs get a little heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you shoot the ball, when you're shooting the ball flat, when you're uh, fresh, that little drop, when you get your legs get heavy, now you have a hard time making it. And, uh, you know, I think he's been working on getting more arch, and, and hopefully that's helping him and then just gain a little confidence uh, from this week. I mean, obviously we need someone to be um, kind of that lead player. And I, I don't know. I know he's our leading scorer, but I don't know till that game if we've necessarily have had a lead player. You know what I mean? And you have to have that to be really good. And uh, hopefully this, again, springs board into conference play. Someone who has plenty of arch, Hagen Hilgendorf, when he yeah. shoots, he brings down Raymond. Good as four of five from three. And, boy, again, just shows uh, what he can do offensively. Now if he can just get the, you know, complete the whole game. But uh, that was good to see him knock in some shots as well and uh, had uh, probably his best game of the year, uh, his career so far. Yeah, he definitely has no problem with shooting a flat basketball. I mean, he has probably the most arch of any player. I mean, luckily we play inside the Coliseum, and uh, you know that scoreboard doesn't hang down too far. But it, it is pretty when he hit when he does make them. It's like he doesn't. I mean, the, he barely touches even the net because it's coming straight down. Uh, and, and, you know, the thing about Hagen too, he's more than a three point shooter. He's got he's got decent back to the basket moves. He's got a uh, mid range game. You know, Hagen really has a nice feel offensively how to play. Um, we got to get him out on the floor more, and he's got to give us reasons to get him out on the floor more and, and be able to defend and, and all that. I mean, um, and if he and he's working on it, he's trying really hard. You know, I think I don't think it's necessarily an, an effort thing. Sometimes it's a mobility thing, reactionary thing, uh, personality-wise. Like I said, he's got to he's got to be an animal out there when you're not the most fleet of foot. You know, chasing balls and defending. Your personality has to be kind of nasty, and that's just not who he is. He's a great person, uh, quiet guy, uh, laid back, doesn't – great way to live, you know what I mean? <laughs> I need to be more like that myself. Uh, but, you know, we, he's, we got to get him out there more, and we got we need a little help offensively, and I think he can do that for us. Another one, Gilbert Peters, so uh, able to, to, to get going at a couple of dunks, a nice alley-oop in there as well. And I know he's another guy, and you're looking for more rebounding from him, but uh, it was able to, to, to get some points, and that was good to see as well. Yeah, you know, the, we got to get some of these guys out of here. The problem we're having right now is is our bench is mostly all fours and fives. Mm-hmm. You know, is Jeff's technically really more of a four. Hagen's a four. Trey's a four. B is one of those guys. He's a perimeter defender, but he's really a five-man offensively. So we're just trying to get this we're kind of a group that doesn't necessarily – fit all the way in that your whole you have four guys that you think can can contribute and help you but where do you get them in the game because uh, they're all kind of roughly around that that same position uh, part of the reason is we've had to get bigger you cannot survive in the MIAA in division two basketball anymore 
being a small team. So we're a big team, and that's what allows us even when we struggle offensive basketball, we still give ourselves a chance. You know, years past, offensively, we were doing okay. We just physically could not. You're not going to beat North, Northwest brings size and skill. You know, uh, it's that's hard to get. Everybody wants size and skill. Every team in America at all levels, and if you're a guy with good size, good mobility, and has skill, you know, it's, it's hard for, for us to get you. Uh, so we felt like we've had to err more on the size and mobility to be able to defend and rebound and compete that way and hopefully try to develop a little bit of a skill set with that. But in turn, at times, maybe our offense isn't where we need it, want it to be and need it to be. And there's a few guys I think can help us with that, and we need to probably get them a few more minutes. I mean, is it as much as you know, just shooting the ball better, executing a little bit better, or is it just you know how you mix and match all the, the personnel to find that right combination who can give you the best offense? Yeah, I mean, you got to have positions, you know what I mean? And, and you look at uh, just even putting in the Northeastern State game from last year. You know, having Jared, you, when you have a big guy that can open the floor and pick and pop and just everything opens up and you can move and do all those things. Like I said, B's kind of a five offensively, mm-hmm. so Jared was a great fit. Right now we got a lot of – we don't have very many pick and pop guys. They're big guys, but they really can't spread the floor. They can't put pressure. And what's happening with Caleb a lot of times, they're able to just come off the ball screen and just sit on Caleb and they don't have to leave where Jared puts pressure on you and you look at Hagen, what's, you know, you, do, you sit on Caleb, Hagen's wide open from a three, he's making three. So what ends up happening, they start worrying about that guy a little bit more. Now when Caleb turns the corner on that ball screen, that guy's hesitating. Do I stay or do I hurry up and get to my man? And it opens it up. And some of those other guys were having a hard time opening the ball, uh, the floor up for our, our perimeter players just because they don't have to sit on them. But um, what's that balance? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's what we're trying to get done. Tigers will try to find that balance Thursday. Northeastern State comes to town. We'll preview the Riverhawks and then Rogers State on on Saturday. Uh, we did get some questions sent into us. We'll get to those here in our next segment. Again, you can do that by going to the Four Day State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll get that drop down. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit a question if we use it. Chance to win a $25 gift card at the end of the month here for Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk also presented by the Taco Shop, Dine In, Carry Out, or Fast Delivery. The Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. We'll have more from Mark Johnson on Tiger Talk after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's a great time to stock up during holiday season savings from Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa 12-inch tool bag, $5.99. Milwaukee Speed Ratchet and Impact Driver Combo Kit, $269. Hopkins View Smart Trailer Camera, $159. Energizer LED Flashlight, 400 lumens, $24.99. Milwaukee 15-piece Drill Bit Set, $14.99. Police Security Rechargeable Pen Light, $23.99. Holiday savings at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Over in the left corner, Enaruda. Pump fakes on a three. He'll shoot another one. He knocked it in. That's two threes tonight for me and Enaruda. His only two threes in his four-year career at Evansville in Fort A. State. 65-27. 
Well, we talked after the game, but that's the key. You got to let Ian get the green light from three, and maybe that gets you going. He knocked in the first one, hit one there in the second half, and you go 12 of 24 from three. I think it's pretty simple. <laughs> no doubt. And we actually, we've already practiced today, and he hit one today. So maybe. Uh, He's feeling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're. Uh, we thought we had Shaq. Instead, we have Dirk Nowitzki. We just didn't know it, I guess. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Well, that was good to see uh, Ian knock in a couple of threes and uh, been fun to watch him on the floor. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Death City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. We're at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Stop on by for lunch or dinner. Open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday, or online, BigSmokeHays.com, Big Smoke Barbecue. We mentioned... A couple of questions uh, sent in. We got a few of them with Coach Hobson earlier. Uh, same questions for both coaches that were emailed to us. And, again, we appreciate you doing that. And uh, keep sending those questions. A chance to win a $25 gift card here from Big Smoke uh, Barbecue in town. Um, some of the coaches that maybe inspired you when you were younger, either a younger coach, a younger player, and uh, have you implemented some of the things you, you've learned from those guys or maybe you looked up to uh, throughout your coaching career? You know, I don't know when I was before I became a coach if there was necessarily anybody I um, was a mint, whatever, right. you know what I mean? But I think once I got into coach, I only worked for three guys. I worked for Rand Chapel, who's now the, you know, Rand's worked the circuit. Now he's currently the Johnson County Community College head coach. But I worked for him at Labette Junior College and Phillips University. And then obviously Gary Garner and Chad Wentz here. And I think taking a little bit from each one. I think the common denominator of all three of those guys uh, that just carries over to success is toughness. All three of those guys did it a different way. Their personalities were different. Uh, Their style of play was different. Practices were different. Everything was different, but there was one thing. All three of those guys were tough and demanded toughness every day. So I think that's something, you know, that I've tried to instill in our team. So I would say, uh, you know, those are the three guys that probably – you know, I've taken something from all of them. You know, I mean, all of them. And, uh, you know, I would think Rand, I've taken style of play probably more from Rand. I think organization of, of uh, you know, practice and thinking how we do things probably from uh, Chad Wentz. And then obviously Gary Garner, just a lot of the things they did, we did. So I think there's a, you take a little bit of everybody. But like I said, I always say the one combinator about all three of those guys, if you look back at all three of those guys, winning percentage, they've all done well is all three were tough guys and they made their teams uh, be tough. Yeah, they played tough and you can certainly see the the results. When did you know you wanted to be a coach? That's something you've always had in mind or was it until you played college or when did you think you wanted to, or when did you decide that's what you wanted to do? Do I tell the truth or do, you, do I make <laughs> well, up some elaborate story? Well, I would story? love to hear the truth. It's probably boring, so if it's a better to hear something elaborate. Uh, 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 yeah, the, the truth is, just like a lot of college guys, I, I, I think I got done. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So Tony Hobson's kind of said the same yeah, thing. He didn't like what he did. I, so, uh, you know, the the guy I got done playing with was like, we have a graduate assistant position open. Do you want to be our GA? And, I mean, I, I really, I didn't, I don't think I was thinking that far ahead. You know, I was just, like I said, a typical college jock. I was just <laughs> going to college, going to class and playing basketball. And then it all came over and I'm like, oh, what do I want to, what am I going to do now? And that opportunity presented itself. And uh, that's how it, yeah. it all came. I, I'd like to say I had this great <laughs> at five years old, 10 years old. That's what I wanted to do. But, uh, you know, that's pretty much how it came about. And, um you know, I guess it's semi-worked out. Well, it's, I think it's worked out great. We're certainly glad that, that it has worked out and uh, you're you're here with the Tigers. We, we've talked before. I think we talked a little bit on the program last week. Gross Memorial Coliseum turning 50. In fact, it's, it's Wednesday is the actual 50th anniversary of the very first game, November 30th in 1973. Tigers beat East Central out of Oklahoma, 74-68, over 800 winning percentage in the building uh, since that point. Uh, The question uh, one of the listeners uh, sent in, what's your fondest memory? Obviously, it's a beautiful building and and the atmosphere, but your fondest memory of of, uh, your time at Gross Memorial Coliseum? That may be hard to answer. There's yeah, a lot you know, there's a lot. And, uh, I mean, I have a fondest memory and I have a worse memory. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they both uh, in, in, involve Carney. You know what I mean? Carney, especially back then, was our main rival, I think, yeah. as we moved in the MIAA. Obviously, there's Washburners and Porters in-state. Uh, but they came in number one in the country that one year undefeated, and, and we beat them and had a great win. I think that 
is uh, my you know fondest memory. And then a few years later, our last game of the year, we had a chance to go undefeated in the in the uh, our last year in the RMAC to go undefeated. Probably if we win that game, we host a regional, everything, and we lost to Carney and uh, on senior night. And, and those are probably the two things that stick out the most. Is sometimes your 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 biggest memories are the the <laughs> negatives, not the positives. But we've there, there's too many for me to really break one down I, I like I said I do know the, the loss to Carney sits with me today still that was 17 years ago and I still uh it eats at me every day and then obviously I remember your main rival coming in the run it was late in the year too yeah. it wasn't like it's eight they're eight no it was maybe they're 19 and 0 20 no they're number one in the country in our main rivalry and, and, and rivalry and we played great and beat them and, and and that was a great memory Dominic Towns I think went into point guard and then and beat him yes. in a conference tournament if yeah, I remember yeah. right Turn around and beat him in the conference tournament and and um and all that, yeah. So that was fun. That yeah, was a fun time. Certainly, some some uh, great memories. There's been a lot of them at Gross Memorial Coliseum, turning 50 uh, on Wednesday. I guess one more before we go to break, and then we'll preview conference play after the break. Areas that you need to improve on, and you've kind of touched on it here uh, throughout the show. But as conference play is here, what are some of the areas you feel your team has to improve on to, uh, I guess, have a chance to contend for an MIAA title? Well, I mean, obviously, defensive rebound needs to stay where it's at. You know, that, that's the question. Where can we continue to to be this level defense against MIAA competition? I think that's always, you know, we, we've done it so far, but we haven't played necessarily uh, MIAA competition. So that needs to not drop. And then, obviously, we got to get better offensively. And, and I don't even, like I said, shooting, all that. I just think at times we have a hard problem. Uh, the word I keep using is just finishing or converting plays. I mean, plays you feel like they just have to be converted. They have to be finished, whether it be a guy get to the rim and finish or the guy make the proper pass. When he makes the proper cat pass, that guy catch the ball and finish. You know what I mean? I think that's where we, uh, you know, part of it has got to be better decision-making. I think part of it's nervousness. So we got to have more confidence and, and all that. But we, we have got to – to do a better job offensively if we expect to compete uh, at a high level in the MIAA. You can't you know, you can't put this kind of pressure on your defense night in, night out. It's funny you you bring up defensive rebounding because that is such a key component to playing good defense. I mean you you can guard great for thirty five seconds, but if they get another possession, it's hard to guard great for 60 seconds or, you know, longer than that, uh, and you have multiple possessions. But if you can limit them to that one shot, get the rebound, that obviously makes you a lot better defensively. Yeah, you know, I, I, I wrap it all in one. Re- defensive rebound, rebounding is part of your defense. You know, you hear Bill Self talk, he'll say first shot defense. Hey, our first shot, you know, they kind of make rebounding like, not that anybody's in mm. making it any more or less important, just, you know, you can, yeah, you can play first shot defense all you want, be tremendous. But if they get the rebound and lay it in, because most offensive rebounds are putbacks, or what do they always say? When's the best time to shoot a three? Is off an offensive rebound. So if you give up an offensive rebound, most times that team is either going to get a wide open three or a layup at the basket. So we've done a good job. That was a concern of ours losing Jared, and for the most part, we've done a fairly decent job of of rebound again though. Can we do that in the MIAA? You're talking about different levels of talent, different levels of size, you know, different levels. More than anything, our league's very physical. It becomes really, and the game gets a lot more physical. And can we sustain that? And, and hopefully we can. Hope we'll find out starting Thursday. Northeastern State comes to town. We'll take a preview of the Riverhawks. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. They're the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. We'll take a break. Back for our final segment. We'll preview MIAA play with Dark Johnson when we return on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Imagine one of your favorite moments. 
something truly good. This holiday season, it's time to focus on the positive. And Next Tech is here to help you share more of what makes life good. Experience and enjoy more of the memories, traditions, and good times with three months free of any Next Tech service. Plus, current customers can upgrade a service without a price boost for the first three months. This holiday season, find more of your good when you visit nexttech.com slash the good. You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Hamaki now to Jeff. Hamperian back to Hamaki. Eight to shoot. Hamaki drives, lobs it up for Peters in the alley oop dunk. Gilbert Peters, second dunk of the game. He has eight. 67 31. Four day skate on the second dunk by Gilbert. Hamaki, uh, Caleb's, um, we'll say younger brother. I'm not going to say little brother because I think he's bigger than Caleb but uh, feeding on that alley-oop dunk to uh, to Gilbert on on Saturday. Tigers roll by Manhattan Christian and now it's MIAA play, the 22-game grind that is the MIAA uh, schedule and uh, I guess we'll start right there. It's a grind. I mean, you win this league, you've earned it because you got to get through 22 obstacles along the way. Well, in fact, there's a couple of games uh, this weekend or, or tonight already because I'm sure be, of the graduations and uh, uh, arena availability, but uh, the grind begins, and, and everyone, you've kind of touched on it, is tough. Doesn't matter team's records. That's probably what met, sets the MIAA apart from other conferences. Teams at the bottom are still capable, and if you don't play well, you're going to be in for a dogfight regardless who you play. Yeah, you know, you look at, uh, I think we had like a one-year reaper. We actually had one, Tammy Lincoln struggled last right. year. Right now, they're, they're undefeated. Oh, wow. They beat yeah. UMKC at UMKC. They're good. Newman, from what I am told by everybody, is a much improved team off a year ago. So, yeah, I mean, the, the depth, you know, the thing about the league, you got the best team in the country, you got a pretty good middle, and you got a great bottom, if you want to call Whoever ends up down there, you never know who's going to be there. You just hope it's not you. Um, there's just quality competition all around. Nothing's easy. Home or away, this is a huge weekend for us because you look at, you know, that's the scary thing. You look at the MIAA schedule, you go through, okay, here, you just, there's really never a stretch that kind of lets up. And uh, we got two home games to start the season, and uh, these are big, big, big games for us. You look at you know two different teams in a sense. You have Northeastern, who's got quite a bit back from last year. They have Rogers, and they've got a lot of new faces, a lot of Division One transfers. So it'll be interesting. But but Northeastern, I mean, you can see they've gotten better and better. I mean, you had competitive games with them a year ago, and uh, they've got a lot of the, a lot of the same guys back on this year's team. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I, I always get amazed at the MIAA. Um, you know, it's like when Gene Iba, when I was first got in the league and he was there, he's like, hey, I've coached in the Southwest Conference Division One. I've coached here. I've coached here. He goes, this is the best coach league of any league I've ever been in. And that really hasn't changed. That's the amazing thing to me. Northeastern, you, you lose Mark Downey, but you bring in Jay Haven, does a great job. I mean, Justin Barkley at Rogers State does tremendous. I mean, it's just a, a slug. Every time our two teams play, it's like mirror images. It's a slug flesh. It's a battle. And, uh, yeah, it's hard. I mean, Northeastern has a lot of guys back from last year. They're very good perimeter-oriented. Their guards are very good. The Cook, the Perkins, the Bailey kids gotten a lot better. Um, virtually everybody back but their center, who was a good player. Um, and then Rodgers is just – you just kind of look at their scores. They brought in a whole new team like they, they do about every two years, and they're just getting better and better each week with all the pieces. So uh, it'll be a hard game. Uh, both will be hard games. They were hard games last year, home and away and uh, we need to be ready to play well. You mentioned and, and Rogers being very close to Tulsa. I mean, it's easier to maybe turn that roster over than some do because you're, you're in that Tulsa metro area just outside, and you're able to get some of those D1 guys to come back home. Yeah, you know, you look yesterday, you know, talking about here's Lincoln picked second to last and, and uh, finished dead last last year. They go on the road and beat UMKC. Roger State 
last night, was at Oral Roberts and had the lead at halftime and ended up losing, I think, by nine points, something like that. I mean, these are just good teams. There's not a whole lot of difference between our our, our league and low to mid-major uh, Division ones. It's There's not a whole lot of difference. And and uh, I say that about our team a lot. We have three Division one transfers. I'd say a lot of times you can come to practice or games, and I go, okay, pick out who they are. You know, there's not a whole lot of difference. And same thing, uh, Division two basketball at the highest level has gotten really, really good over the last 10 years. And uh, a lot of good players, and, and our league has, uh, you know, is probably the best. And as you said, not to put more pressure, but the fact you start them out at home, I mean, probably does add a little bit more pressure and urgency for your guys. Well, this league is just—it's just so hard to play catch up. You know what I mean? And you look, you start looking on the horizon. Where you go, our, our hardest road trip is the week after with at Western and at Northwest, who hasn't missed a beat so far. And then you come home yeah. and you got Central Oklahoma, who's ranked in the top eight or something, seven. And they went to Hawaii and just smoked good teams. So hard games coming up, and not and these games will be hard too. But you gotta you gotta find a way to defend your home court. All right, sounds good. We will see you on Thursday. Have a good week of practice and hopefully a good start to the conference race. All right, thanks, Rick. Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers. Again, the women are at five thirty. The men are at seven thirty on Thursday against Northeastern State. Then Saturday afternoon, Rogers State, the Hillcats in town, two and four o'clock. It's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. Certainly hope you enjoyed it. It's been brought to you once again by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. And of course, uh, Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main in Hayes, BigSmokeHayes.com. Appreciate them uh, hosting us again or this year for the program. That'll wrap it up. We'll talk to you on sa- on Thursday night. Hope you come out to the Coliseum for Tiger men's and women's basketball for the start of MIAA play. It's going to wrap up the program. We'll talk to you next Monday right here on Tiger Talk.